0: and recycle 50,000 bags of trash before he hit his 50th birthday and exactly one day before Sean Williams did it. He's become a local celebrity in the Fourways area as he cleans up our environment. Sean, it's great to have you on the good things jackpot. I'm excited to finally be chatting to you. The work you've done is absolutely phenomenal.
1: Welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Brent. And uh, to be speaking to you and for all the help that you've given me is a true honor. I mean, you are a legend in your own way uh, in this industry as a blogger and as a, a storyteller, obviously writing amazing stories. So I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. More than welcome. The work, I mean, the work that you've done
0: over the last couple of months has been absolutely inspirational. But I have to ask, we, ha- we have to go back to the beginning. Yes. I think even before you met Lovemore, how... Passion and love for the environment come to be?
1: Yeah, so it's a, it's a very interesting story, and I'll try and keep it as small, as short as possible, because uh, I've always had a passion for endangered species. And when I started the Sean Williams Living Creatures Trust, plus minus 2008, I was always passionate about protecting our endangered rhinos, uh, wild dogs, pangolins, elephants, lions. There's so many. I mean, the list is endless, but I try to stick to the sort of the african uh, endangered species and um i sort of did that work uh, i supported a number of charities Velpro, cheetah uh, cheetah outreach and Dyke wildlands and then um i sort of had a bit of a drawback in my life i got so i met my wife within a month she was pregnant and then within one year we basically had a child and were married so i was a bit taken aback and i took strain the business was starting to wobble a bit and uh I then started dabbling into a little bit of drugs, which is not me. You know, I'm a professional. I've been a professional athlete my whole life. And then about after a couple of months, I realized that, you know, I needed to make a change in my life. And, you know, everyone sort of says, well, to sort yourself out, you go into things like rehabs and all things of like that. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go and work in the Maldives as a volunteer at a turtle rehabilitation center. And the reason why I chose the Maldives, not because of the beauty, that it, obviously it is an exceptionally beautiful beautiful spot, but. It was because being a Muslim nation, you're not really allowed to drink on the local islands at all. So for me, you know, staying away from alcohol for months was probably the best thing that I could have done for myself. And through that month of rehabilitating turtles and getting to see how many turtles and other marine life were brought into the center with, you know, uh, with these straws in their nose, like many people know, and ghost rope around their, their fins and amputating some of the fins, some of the turtles didn't make it. So I didn't realize that you know this plastic pollution thing is a severe issue. And I also there was a few uninhabited local islands around the island I was staying on, and I got to visit these islands on my days off. I got to see at least hundred thousand plastic bottles sitting on an island that would take you twenty minutes to walk around it. It's not it's no one lives on there. So I came back home, decided that I had to start making a difference in not just complaining and writing stories and you know, being the person that's always encouraging others to do good things. So I thought, let me do it myself. And I started doing eco-brick building, which, you know, it's become a craze at schools and, you know, a lot of people that have time on their hands have been making eco-bricks, which is single-use plastics shoved into a two-litre plastic bottle. And then its, its uh, initial idea was to use it to build houses instead of normal cement bricks. So I got involved in that at home and through that schools saw me doing these these, uh, I was making furniture out of eco-bricks and I was making all sorts of weird and wonderful things. And I then started doing talks at schools about eco-brick building and saving the planet. And I got to realize quickly how, how much it inspired me, how much it, it filled my glass to be able to talk to the youth of this planet about how dire this planet is at the moment. We, we forget to understand that we are killing this planet faster than any, other scientist, any scientist predicted. So I then, um, you know, we went into lockdown and all the schools came to an end. So I was sort of sitting quite here at home thinking, God, what, what am I going to do to fill my glass? And then uh, myself and Lovemore, you know, sitting at home during sort of not the hard lockdown, just after that, we decided to go out and just pick up litter. You know, my, my business by this stage now collapsed. And uh, as I said in my speeches to the kids, I think my first day that him and I did our first cleanup, I think we did six or eight bags. And that was around July, August. It was, so it was just him and me. And then we started getting volunteers on board. And on the 9th of November is when I launched the Live Life Always Initiative, which was about employing these residents from Sloot, Because, I mean, the unemployment rate in Sloot is well into the 80%. And I thought, well, let me try and take on employment, try and clean up the rivers. At that stage, we're doing rivers and uh, the streets. And, you know, and I begged the community for funding. And I got a tremendous response in the beginning. And that's why I was able to, at first, hire 20 staff for about two months and then we've you know we've been up and down between sort of 12 down to six up to 8 10 but um as i said before you today you're right i I never thought in my wildest dreams would i be sitting on my 50th birthday with 51,000 bags of litter that we've collected on the streets and building 56 dustbins currently so it's um it's a tremendous uh, like you said i've become this hero but for me it's internally i feel that i'm changing people's lives and it's not just on the employment side it's on the youngsters. And it's about yourself, you know, meeting people like you and many other people that have just really found this initiative. So inspiring.
0: Sean, I must take a step back and ask, because I mean, we speak about now 51,000 bags of trash. Is there that yes. mu- much rubbish on our streets? Because I, I, I don't see it. Is it that bad?
1: Yeah. You know, uh, I say the same thing to you. You know, when you're driving along and you see, oh, there's a bit of litter. When you get out of your car and you actually go and walk amongst the grass or the, in, inside the drains or in the rivers, I mean, there is so much litter. I mean, 51,000 bags. I could probably say 5,000 of those bags have come out of rivers, you know, out of river cleanups that we've done uh, over the couple of months. The rest has literally come off the streets. You know, some of it, as you know, a large majority of it recently has been done in deep skirt. I mean, we were collecting 500 bags a day in deep skirt, and that was only on one street. That was, each time we we're doing a cleanup, is one street of maybe... 150 meters, maybe 200 meters a stretch of a road that is literally two meters high and trash. So yes, it's a severe problem, especially in the townships where, unfortunately, there's no service delivery. There's no bins. There's no real attention on trying to even encourage the residents there to take some form of initiative of recycling or, you know, putting their, their rubbish in one area. So yeah, we have a tremendous problem in this country. I think worldwide, it's a massive problem. But yes, to answer your question, 40,000 at least of those bags have come off the streets of Fourways, Sunninghill, a couple of the other areas are done. But we're talking just Joburg. You we're know, not even talking Natal, or Cape Town, or any other province, except a little bit in Rustenburg, where we've got that little house, you know, but that's, that's minor. So this brings
0: me to my next question. And I'm, I'm really thankful that you touched on service delivery. So when we put out stories about you, it's always such a positive uh engagement and reaction that we get from readers but there are those few readers that do say what about the government i mean you guys are out there doing this where are the taxes going where are the people that are supposed to be
1: cleaning up the streets where are they well you know that's an interesting question because i think if you have a look at any of my you know my posts over the last six months i've always tried to be neutral when it comes to trying to answer questions that I don't particularly have the answers for. And I don't really want to get uh, in these posts, get involved in political stuff. But to agree with you, that I think the government is not doing what it's supposed to be doing with service delivery. I mean, that's we're not just talking townships. I think we're talking general where, you know, the municipalities are failing. We all know that most things that are run by the governments, unfortunately, is like uh, just not being managed properly. I mean, I've been told stories by my staff. That you know, Pick It Up and would come to, say, four ways on a Monday. They drop off their, their three, four cleaners. It depends on what the staff requirement is for cleaning up four ways. These guys get off the back of this van. They see Live Life ways cleaning up. They get back in, well, they basically walk up to the taxi rank and they go home. So you think, well, well, who's managing those guys? Because, I mean, they just don't clean. They just see we cleaning. So they duck. And I think the same apparently was um, when the guys were cleaning up in deep They saw the pick it up guys or the municipality guys sitting in Shabin's getting drunk in the afternoons. And you think, but where's management? Where's the accountability of where were you today between eight and five? So that's what I have heard via just my cleanups. You know, I'm not talking about any other people's opinions, but where our taxes are going, no idea. But for me, you know, I sit and think there's nothing I can do. I can't go and change government's opinions or whatever they're trying to do. But for me, all I can do is what. I can do what you know what I have power to and that's to try and make a difference for myself and uh, get other people encouraged to take the the situation that we do have on our planet it's not even in South Africa on our planet it's it's just bringing awareness because you know I'm not saying on any of my posts oh Sean's going to change the world I've said together we're going to change the world because only together can we really start making a movement where we can start holding people with power accountable for what they're supposed to be doing. But at the moment, no one does. We just shout and scream and moan, but no one's really doing anything.
0: I'm going to disagree with you here. There are people doing things and those people are you. You're getting off your bum and you're physically making a difference. And not only are you cleaning up our country, our environment, but you've also created jobs for people to do the same, to help the environment and to get paid to do that. And I think that's what I alluded to when I spoke about the government. Because the fact of the matter is you've created this, this initiative that has physically employed people, but you do need the backing of the community to continue doing the good work you do. How has sponsorship been up until this point?
1: So like I said, in the beginning, when I started the original initiative in November, we were aiming to do a a big river cleanup on the Yerkes through the Grace Point Church. And I was overwhelmed by the amount of money that people were putting in. I mean, I think between the 9th of November and end of December, I must have raised quarter of a million rand. I mean, this is... You know, these are people donating money towards somebody that is, look, at that stage, they didn't know who I was. They didn't know what I was going to do with their money. They were just hoping and praying that this person would use the money to employ people and to do the things that he set out to do. And and I think now I've been tremendously fortunate to have DHL, who a month ago gave me 100,000 rand as part of their green initiative project. We've got uh, EOH who's come on board and they're going to donate 50,000 rand towards building additional dustbins. On that note, it hasn't become sustainable where I can say to 10 people, okay, guys, or however many people is, guys, you now have a full-time job. I will look after you because we are being looked after. We have two sponsorships that are full-time, and that is only 10,000 rand a month. Now, like I tried to explain, and I think people can see it, is to make 10 people work five days a week at 250 rand a day. You know, you're looking at 50 odd thousand rand a month, 55,000 rand a month to keep just these 10 people employed five days a week, four weeks a month. And that's not including me. I mean, I was telling people that, you know, I'm the poorest I've ever been in my life, but my soul's the happiest it's ever been. And that's because the initiative hasn't funded me yet. You know, I mean, obviously I've got a family, I've got a life, I've got petrol and time and everything. And my whole goal was just to keep the staff happy, you know, to keep them employed and hopefully through this, this uh, passion and uh, continual effort of cleaning up day in, day out, and never giving up, you know, you're praying that this thing is something that you can turn to be sustainable, not just for them, but for myself. Mm-hmm. So we're not there by any means. It's, uh, I sit here before today, you know, after doing 51,000 bags, 50 years, 50 years old, and 50 dustbins, and I look and think, "Okay, so my personal life, what am I going to do? What, you know, I'm unemployed pretty much. Uh, I've got... Serious commitments financially because of the losses I made in my business. It's quite a daunting thing for me, you know. But for me, the last six months has been the most incredible journey of my entire life. Just the love, care and support by all the community members and everyone's trying to do their best to keep it going. Yeah, I pray every day think that something good will happen. I, I want to continue to do this. The one question I have that I want
0: to add in here is just if you could tell me a little bit about the dustbin program. So we've spoken about yeah. the, the bags of trash that you've collected. We now yeah. know that you're building this little company that's employing South Africans and giving them a sense of purpose. But where, where do the dustbins fit in?
1: It started in four ways where you are dealing with areas where taxis are parking. They're not really supposed to park there. That's not their designated parking areas. But you will see 30 taxis parked in a row. And you would struggle to find one municipal dustbin, uh, which is a city, a pick it up dustbin or a city of Joburg dustbin. You wouldn't see them in, a, in anywhere. So I thought, you know what? I th- it's pointless going around, picking up litter, when the next day the guards can say, well, there's no yet, so let me just keep on throwing the floor. So we built about 20 dustbins in the, in the greater floorways quickly, and we have found that they have worked. I mean, when we do our volunteer cleanups and pick it up, it comes through and picks up the, the rubbish in their bags, they're also cleaning out our dustbins. And it just shows that, you know, it is helping. It's, I would say, it's reducing the throwing out of plastic onto the streets by at least, I would say, 50, 60%. But yes, unfortunately, still, the mentality of, you know, throwing outlets out of the window is going to create job employment or throw out say because someone else is going to pick it up. But that's, it has got better. That, that, you know, we have to always look at the positives in a situation like this, because it's really easy to be negative. I mean, I could say to you, if someone, you know, how many people have asked me, Sean, how many of the places that you've gone back have, are still dirty? And to be honest, every single one of them is still dirty. So it's a long and hard road, but we can't give up. We've got to just keep on trying to educate people. We've got to try and do what we can instead of just saying, well, well give up, you know, because no one's really taking notice of this. But it is, it is working. It is, I believe it is working, the bins.
0: Sean, I just want to rehash what you said, because we may have lost it um, during the signal, when we had a bit of signal loss. You said, and you spoke briefly about the last six months have been some of the best of your life.
1: Why is that? You know, I, as I said, I've owned my own businesses since I was 28 years old. And what I've recently noticed in businesses, especially my furniture business, which I was in the process well I closing down, is that people have no ethics and morals anymore. You know, people will do anything to try and steal a deal from you. You know, just I found the corporate world, the money driven world has become so cutthroat, so, you know, underhandedness. And then when I've started an initiative that is really about cleaning up for us, you reach out to people and you get to realize how many people are really appreciate and love what i do so you get to feel the love of everyone you know it's just like i have faith in human beings again you know i have faith and hope in many human beings that have given me love i mean just the small things of putting food on our table sometimes and giving the guys shoes giving them overalls food parcels it blows my mind i mean the other day someone went out and did a cleanup and collected 100 bags and he did that as a thank you to me and happy birthday. I mean, it's just, you know, that's, that's going out and picking up litter. It's not going out and booking a restaurant voucher, you know. This is hard work. And uh, I'm blown away. Even like today, seeing that I'm on the front cover of the Stainfern Living Magazine. I think, God, you know, I'm not like I invented the vaccine. I'm just a, a normal human being like you and I who's gone out and decided to get a bag with a pair of gloves and pick up litter. And yes, you're right. Try and... Creates employment and many other things, educating and doing talks at schools, which I do for free at the moment. Cause I just love it. I just love the energy this is giving me. It's, it's, it's unbelievable.
0: Well, you are a definite inspiration and I love the work that you're doing. I hope that there are listeners that replicate this and go out there and clean their areas. Just clean up mm-hmm. after yourself. It's the most important thing I must ask. So we did
1: 50,000 bags before your 50th birthday. What is next? What's next? So I I replied in the post because I've had a tremendous amount of those questions. It's what's next? Are you going to carry on? Is it what's happening? Look, I'm going to continue in as much as I can, as long as I can to keep changing the world. You know, when you said earlier, you know, encourage people to go out and do cleanups. I think what people really need to understand is through this incredible six months, I've met some very influential environmentalists, people that work for the the WHO, and you know, they work for these companies that are in France that are all about climate change. And the the one guy I met, he he said to me, Sean, I've got a six-year-old daughter and you've got a five-year-old daughter. If we don't, as humans, start planting trees and cleaning up our planet and taking this climate change thing seriously, they are going to be the last generation on this planet. And you think, hang on, that's like 50 years away, you know? I mean, uh, we are destroying this planet so fast and we can't sit back and just say, oh, someone else must do it or... We've all got to do it. We have to all get out and do our piece. It doesn't need to be picking up litter. We can be involved in getting in, planting trees, uh, helping purify water. There's so many things that we are literally destroying every day. Not just the streets of Fourways or the streets of Johannesburg or the oceans. There's many things. And we, we just need to start loving our planet again. We can't come here and just consume and leave and say, okay, well, we had a good journey on this earth. We need to actually give back to Mother Earth this beautiful planet that is our home. It's your home. It's my home. It's everyone else's home. We're the only living species on this planet that can it has that can make a change. We can make a change. We have a choice. We have a choice. No other species on this planet has a choice. So I think each and every one of us must get out there and choose wisely and protect this planet not just for ourselves, but for our future generations and for the other living creatures that live on it.
0: 100%. It's, it's our responsibility to continue and yes. make the world a better place for the future generation. Sean, I want to thank you for joining yes. me today. It's been absolutely incredible speaking to you. Thank you for your time and your energy and all the effort that you give to giving back to Mother Earth every single day. If people want to follow your journey, if they want to keep up to date with what you're doing, if they want to donate, where do they go?
1: So, you know, Live Life Always is now, it's got its own Facebook page, it's Live Life Always. I have registered Live Life Always as a company now, so going from just a motto, it's now been a registered company. We'll slowly turn that into the vessel where donations can go through. But at the moment, I'm using the Sean Williams Living Creatures Trust, which is a public benefit organization registered with SARS. That is the where people can deposit money in there. What's amazing is I, uh, I can offer Section 18A certificates to companies or any organizer or any person that is wanting to claim the tax back so that's the sean williams living creatures trust it's www.sw for sean williams swtrust.co.za and on there they will see a net bank account and then there's back the buddy that's got a fundraising platform for me if people want to do that on a credit card thing but yes uh, just follow live life always i'll continue to try and Keep that updated with volunteer cleanups. and I mean, now I'm seeing a school on Friday that wants to start doing sort of kids community service uh, cleanups, which is great. So, yeah, it's, it's starting to take uh, shape. But any donations is needed. You know, everyone says, what do you need? And the most important thing we need, unfortunately, is money to keep the staff and the whole thing moving forward. Everything else that we get is amazing. It's incredible. Food parcels, clothing, everything that else. But we need money. The money is what pays the salaries and keeps this thing going.
0: I want to thank you again for joining us today. And to all the listeners, support the people that are doing the good work. Support the people that are out there creating the change. Or go out there and change the world. It was Steve Jobs who said the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So, you know, maybe be a little bit crazier and go clean that environment. Sean, thank you for your time today. And to all my listeners, I want to wish you guys only good things
1: thank you so much and as I said it's an honor actually connecting with you and you've been exceptionally kind to me and I'm truly blessed and, and you look after yourself and keep doing the great things that you do
0: I'm Brent Lindacue South Africa's very own Good Things Guy and you've been listening to Good Things Guy a jackpot podcast for more episodes or to subscribe rate or review my podcast go to iTunes IONAFM, or Google Podcasts be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other thanks and only good things